It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. Hey, what's up, everybody out there in podcast land? Drew and Dan here. Hello. Saying hello to the thousands. The thousands. The hundreds of thousands. Maybe hundreds of thousands at this point out there because we're a national podcast. I don't know if you've heard. International. As always, soon to be international, as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Breakfast Burrito at Expatriate. Delicious. Available during the weekend brunch, Saturdays and Sundays. So good. Best breakfast burrito in the city. This podcast is also brought to you by uh, the tacos that Jody made for dinner. They're delicious. Yeah, shout out. And uh, this podcast is also brought to you by these new olive green pants I bought yesterday. I'm feeling really, really good about them. Ankle pants. No, these aren't ankle pants. They're yeah. just cuffed. Oh, you, you okay. They're pretty sweet, There's though. There's something, something going on with the ankles. Most of my pants are, like, black, and then I have one pair of blue jeans that I've had for three years. Yeah. And uh, so I feel good about these olive pants. I own one pair of jeans, but I'm thinking about getting uh, more into the uh, the <laughs> pants market. Uh, I was looking at your pants tonight, looking at Chris Nye's pants. Not in a Dude, weird way. you're always looking at other dudes' pants. <laughs> Not in a weird way, but I just, I'm thinking about expanding my repertoire. <laughs> Just a, just a little bit when it comes to pants. So, uh, anyway, Anyways. if you got suggestions, uh, tweet them at me. That's at Drew Martin, D R U M A R T I N. You can also tweet at Deo Tree. Uh, that's the traditional traditional spelling, spelling of Deo Tree. And uh, thank you to our sponsors. T- tonight's podcast it, it's dedicated uh, to Harambi the gorilla. Um, your life, your legacy lives on. You were too beautiful for this world, and uh, much. Much like Cecil the Lion, we, we mourn your loss um, and hope to, hope to see you in the great unknown. Run free. Run free, Harambe. <laughs> You're with Cecil now oh in the, where the savannah meets the jungle. <laughs> okay. In the Anyways, sky. Drew, I, I, need, <laughs> I need to say that Drew was like, hey, dude, after our sponsors, <laughs> after our sponsors, I want to do a quick dedication. It's important, and Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be like Sean Livingston. We can't or just squander the gifts that God gives us and then <laughs> not acknowledge it. All right. Anyways, uh, guys, we're here. NBA Finals Game One ended uh, a few minutes ago. NBA Finals Game One. Dan, it's crazy. Dan, let's it's set here. the stage a little bit. I mean, leading up to this game, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was excitement crackling all over the nation. I mean, yeah. you couldn't build it better than this. The two number one seeds from each Repeat. conference coming together. The rematch, but the rematch like fully loaded, right? Fully loaded. Because allegedly the Warriors didn't play the best Cavs team last yeah. year, so now we get them fully loaded, so the Cavs can be like, hey, you can play us healthy now, and uh, we got. Reese healthy, Kevin Love's healthy. We got the two best players, arguably, in the yeah. not arguably. We got the two best players in the NBA. We got yep. Steph versus LeBron going head to head, superstar on superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got yeah, a healthy Cavs team. Uh, yeah. We've got subplot: the Cavs unloaded Anderson Verajao, yeah. <laughs> and he ended up on the Warriors. Anderson Verajao getting a ring either way. Very much like Jonah being tossed overboard, so yeah. his his <laughs> ship can stay afloat. The Cavs jettisoned yes. Anderson Verajao. What, what is going wrong? This the storm is God. going to sink us. We must throw someone overboard. <laughs> and it's uh, Anderson Verajao. You guys, this podcast will be a little bit different because, unfortunately, due to a previous engagement, I was actually unable to watch Game One. But yeah. Drew watched the whole thing. Yeah, Dan's a single man. He's very his, <laughs> his calendar is very full most evenings. Uh, and yeah, he was, was unable wor- to watch the game. It was work related. Okay. Uh, also, we want to, if you're listening, uh, which 
I don't know why I said if you're listening. If you're listening, you're listening. <laughs> you probably heard him say uh, that. We, <laughs> we, <laughs> we have a special guest uh, with a hot take coming at the end of this podcast. Is, is it one of our housemates? The, uh, possibly. Is it Jody? Don't spoil it. Is it Posey? Don't spoil it. Okay. <laughs> don't spoil it. Um, also, we want to encourage you, if you haven't listened to our Bachelorette podcast, uh, it was it was honestly a really good time. There, uh, there's a lot of chat information and we want to preview that this week because the bachelorette is a double episode, two nights, we will be doing two podcasts. Uh, yeah, we're the, messing around with a couple formats. We'll for sure have a guest on one of those. Yes. Double the show next week, double the Chad and double the pod and possibly double, maybe quadruple the meats that Chad will consume. <laughs> yeah. No one knows. Anyways. So to basketball, yeah, it's Drew, basketball time. Drew, I know, I know the outcome of the game. I know Golden State won. I I took a quick peek at the box score, yeah. and I am uh, again not having seen the game. The box score is super confusing. Yeah, to me. so that really it looks like like did Steph or Clay get injured? Like what? No, what no, happened? No, no. Well, maybe emotionally. Most of their injuries are emotional at this mm-hmm. time. Um. The Golden State won 104-89. to 89. Uh, They won pretty easily. Looks like they won going away. The game was actually much closer than that for most okay. of the game. I was going to ask, uh, were, they, were they up most of the game? Yeah, uh, you know, um, they, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. I'll kind of go over the flow of the game in a second. But if you were to tell me that, that Steph and Clay were to be a combined uh, 14 points for three and a half quarters. Wait, 14 points total? Total Both combined, yeah, for like three quarters. They had eight and six, you know, coming in, you know, going through three, and uh, they finished with 11 and nine for a combined 20, which wow. is for two guys, um, you know, who frequently, you know, even recently have been in the 30s and 40s. That's uh, each. That is crazy combining wow. for 20. If you told me that game one against a fully loaded Cleveland team, you know, which everyone says is so lethal, um, and they were going to combine for 20, I'd be like, oh, that's big trouble. Um, but um, the story of the game was the supporting cast of the Warriors. They just got it yeah. done. They absolutely got it done. Who, so, who impressed you the most out, uh, of, out of not any of Golden State's starters? Okay, so out, not out of – well, that's an easy, an easy answer. Sean Livingston coming okay. off the bench, you know, the best resurrection story, um, you know, in basketball right now compared to what that guy's gone through. Just the most gnarly knee injury that a person can get. Uh, said he'd never even play again, and he comes back and, and does this at his age. Um, it's just just an incredible performance by Livingston, finishing with 20 points, and they were just daggers. Uh, they were just great buckets when, um, again, Stephen Clay really – struggling from the field and there were times when you could just see it was in their head right clay going for layups missing um some easy finger rolls off the glass steph had a couple times driving in missed a couple layups we saw this in the okc series as well steph missing these layups you could see his confidence uh wavering a little bit a couple times he was driving in on on dudes and either backed out or passed out when steph was normally fearlessly attacking the rim so these moments where they're struggling their confidence is struggling and they were missing shots they really were their teammates picked them up in a big way Bogut offensive rebounds put back score Livingston offensive rebound put back score Iguodala offensive rebound put back score that really picks your teammates up especially your stars when they're struggling knowing their team has their back. Let me give you a little comparison, Dan. Yeah. Uh, of Cleveland's big three. LeBron, a very LeBron-like 23-12-9, filled that stat line. Wow. Kyrie, 26, and he really asserted himself in this game. LeBron, he struggled. What was um, Kyrie's uh, 
field goal percentage? Uh, Kyrie's field goal percentage. Uh, man, you're making me making or, me dive, sorry, dive deep into the stats right now. I, he, I guess he was Kyrie was a what pretty uh, not great seven for twenty two. Uh, 11 for 12 from the free throw line, which just shows you he was attacking yeah. the basket really well. Okay. Uh, LeBron with a 9 for 21. K-Love with a 7 for 17 from the floor. So that's a lot of missed shots from coming out of their big three. Uh, K-Love with 17 and 13. Um, Tristan Thompson had a nice double-double at 10 and 12. Um, but between the Cavs' big three, they had 11 turnovers just between those three guys. Well, um, just between the three. Yeah. Steph Curry, uh, 11 from, uh, finished with 11. Clay with nine. Draymond had a more Draymond like 16, 11, and seven. He fills oh, the nice. stat line like okay. that. Pretty nice. Good to hear. Uh, eight turnovers between their big three. Five of them from Curry. And, you know, again, some, some bad passes. Um, also made some very nice passes, uh, especially in the death lineup, but just some bad passes and struggling a little bit, uh, handling the ball. Five turnovers from Curry for a total of eight from their big three, zero from Clay. Um, uh, of course, Steph getting hammered off the ball, much like OKC did, just every time he's trying to trying to cut through and get down and around, um, just getting beat and beat and beat. Um, but here's the story. Here's the game right here, right? That's the big three comparison. Yeah. Cleveland far and away. Uh, ahead of Golden State when it comes down to big three versus big three. Golden State supporting cast. Livingston with 20. Captain Barbosa with 10. Mm. Bogut with 10. I sing my song Iguodala with 12. And Harrison Barnes with 13. Harrison attacking the rim early, looking great. Um, you know, Bogut with a nice 10 points. He, you know, he he's, has been struggling offensively. Um, Iguodala, just great, just defensively, offensively, and then obviously Livingston with the big game. Barbosa, perfect 5-for-5 five five from the floor. Uh, really just great effort from the supporting cast, and then stellar defense from Golden State. I mean, I can't tell you enough how good the defense was. Iguodala, and that's um, that's one of the reasons we saw so many turnovers from Cleveland, I mean, obviously, but it was just active hands from Golden State. Okay. They would drive in, do that jump stop. You know, LeBron can normally just get to the rim – at will, but as they drive in, jump stop, and pump fake, it's just these active hands knocking the ball away, deflecting passes, getting hands on all these on all these passes, all these pump fakes, clean blocks uh, from Golden State. Uh, Clay Thompson, beautiful defense. Iguodala, beautiful defense. Uh, Draymond Green, beautiful defense. And and um, you know that's the story of the game right there: supporting cast and defense. Hey, uh, quick quick second here, Dan. I see. Uh, I see Matt Ehlers kind of lurking in the background. He lives. Yeah, he lives pumping, here, pumping some iron. He, he's normally as like, usual, like, like Chad from The Bachelorette. Matt's usually sitting around <laughs> drinking a protein shake and doing curls out of a wine glass, doing dumbbell curls, <laughs> uh, just like kind of creepily, like you know, lurking yeah. in the shadows. But Matt, Matt is normally a shy dude, and yeah. uh, he we've asked him to share a couple thoughts because Matt's just a great basketball mind. Yeah, he's a great basketball player, actually. Uh, graduate of the prestigious yeah. Biola University and and one of the better uh, athletes and basketball players in the Westland our, area. Uh, he and is the star of our three on three team. <laughs> absolutely, at, at camp, and we uh, well, we got a, a little pushed around. In a I, way, in a I way, I was concussed. In a way, we were all the stars at different moments, <laughs> m- much like the Golden State Warriors. But uh, so I'm actually Drew's going to step aside for a minute. Matt, step up to the mic. I hear, I, I know you don't want to, but step up to the mic. And, and what do you got for us, Matt? You we we can't keep you for long. You're a busy guy. Uh, you told me, you pulled me aside. You said, Dan, I have a hot take. It might upset Drew. 
Dude, we're all dying to hear. What is your hot take? What 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 was your opinion on the game? Well, well, here's the deal, Dan. I listened to you guys earlier podcast. Heard Thank you guys you. heard you guys have a little debate between uh, Clay Thompson and um, Damian Lillard. <laughs> and Damian Lillard. Yes. And yes, uh, you listen. Well, here here's the deal. I think you were right on. Drew was obviously off in his take. Mm. Um, obviously, if you're taking one of those guys for a franchise, you're taking Damian Lillard. Thank he, you, Matt. He, he can create by himself. He creates for other players. Yes. The problem is Clay is a catch and shoot guy. He's yep. not going to create for other players. And Matt, I didn't watch and, the game tonight. How did Clay do tonight? Well, that that was my next point. Is Clay just kind of shrunk in the limelight? He got wow. it. He got is into the. Is that true? He got, is that <laughs> true? Sorry, microphone. we got an interference. Give Continue your thought, back. Matt. Clay Thompson got into the finals and just shrunk. He couldn't get wow. it done. And, wow, uh, that folks is a hot take. I think he sealed the deal. It's Damien. Okay, thank you, Matt. It was great having you on the pod. Hope to have you back soon. Thank you. Great being here. Okay, so Drew, you were here in the room. You wow. Heard, you heard what Matt had to say. Oh, I. Uh, I, I, Man, I, I'm kind of. I got to pause for a second because I just threw up in my mouth. I'm kind of thunderstruck, I, Matt. I, I don't feel Matt good. dropped a bomb in this room and walked away. He literally went to the gym. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Matt, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Matt, true. what are those fingerless gloves you're wearing? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm going to the gym. <laughs> All right, see you later, dude. Later, Chad. <laughs> All right, respond, respond uh, to. I I don't really know to how Matt's to respond remarks. to that. Uh, we introduced Matt as someone who knows the game, and I'm seriously second guessing that. Uh, <laughs> Clay did not shrink from the spotlight uh, in the same. That's like saying Steph shrunk from the spotlight. The unanimous MVP shrunk from the spotlight. Um, what th- what we saw was a combination of uh, an off you know an off shooting night, obviously from both guys, but. Um, you got to credit the Cavs' defense, uh, just tenacious defense on the perimeter. Their game plan was uh, they saw what Steph and Clay were capable of, obviously. Um, you know, those are the two. When you think Golden State, that's what you think of. we got to stop these guys. They actually left Draymond wide open. If you look at Draymond's shooting night, his scoring, uh, his box line, you know, he had a couple he banged some open threes because they just left him on the perimeter. You know, they were not leaving Steph. They were not leaving Clay. They were hammering them off the ball. And uh, specifically, Clay, um, you know, was just, just looked at some really good defense. And, you know, he didn't take that many shots. So, but here's what Matt is neglecting to point out. Clay played phenomenal defense. He was stuffing dudes at the rim at will. I mean, he's all he's been guarding the best perimeter player on every team, starting with Harden, moving to Damian, moving to Westbrook. Yeah, now he's got true. Kyrie. So every night he's guarding the best perimeter player on the court, and then he goes down and gets buckets on the other end. So, you know, if you're a shooter like Clay, you think, how does he have the legs? I don't even know. Although, Clay doesn't even shoot with his legs. If you look at the pictures... His, his feet are wide apart. His base is completely broken. Uh, as a former shot instructor uh, and player development coach at some pretty high levels, I tell kids all the what? time, I'm your just curious. Base, what, are those, what are those levels? I used to coach <laughs> Open Division AAU in the Bay Area. Check okay. out the Danville Lake Show, part of MVP Flight, currently coaching the 7th grade Westland basketball team. So anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on, Dan. Uh uh, yeah, the I base gotta, is very important. You want to have your feet square with your shoulders, um, and uh, Clay does not do that. Clay is all arm from the waist up. His release is perfect. He's six seven, high release. He can't block it. Elastic wrist. Yeah, and it's just a you know okay. from the waist up. He's knocking that shot down, but. Okay defensively uh clay did stuff tonight that damien would have gotten just 
just completely stuffed on. Not saying Damian is a bad player. I'm just trying to say Clay did not right. shrink from the spotlight tonight. Okay. And um and and when you have guys like Stephen Clay on the floor, that stretches the defense in the way it did tonight, uh, which opens up the floor for guys like Livingston to drop twenty. Okay. So you got to put that into perspective, gotcha. Dan and Matt. Even though you're at the gym right now, I know you're listening, Matt. Uh, <laughs> It's all about opening up the floor for other guys. That's what happened tonight. So without okay. him on the court, that doesn't happen. Drew, that's a great response. Uh, You're absolutely right. It's a great response. Okay. <laughs> all right. We don't want to be here all night. I, I got. I have kind of a, a a long question for you. Again, not having seen this game, uh, but but hearing hearing all these stats, a couple things come to mind. Like so, it sounds to me like Cleveland. Obviously, not not a great shooting game. Uh, lots of turnovers, but the the big three still got buckets. It sounded like they combined for over oh, well over sixty. Only the bi- only the big three got buckets. Yeah, but even so, ten points off the bench versus forty five points off the bench. Yeah. Game set and match. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, the big three, like that's they got their buckets right. And then on the other hand, Golden State, the bench just. Was fire. Yeah, Stephen and, Clay and supporters. Stephen Clay both had an off game. So yeah. I guess all this. I, I, I see I'm, where you're going. My question is: We know Stephen Clay. Like it's super rare that they're both off on the same night. Yeah. Usually, Clay goes off for forty, or Steph just has an out of body experience, like yeah. he always does. So, so for me, if I were to give two points, having not seen the game, looking forward to the the rest of this series. Uh, we can count on Steph and Clay not having an off night the rest of the series. Is that fair? Uh, or at least both on the same you know, night? You know, uh, man, I, at this point, Dan, I, I don't know. I, um, I I think there's a physical and emotional toll that's been that's taken on, on Steph especially. You know, he actually had a pretty serious knee injury um, and came, you know, came back in the Portland series and took him. You know, so he, we, we've seen, and then he had that, really bad fall on the elbow of a shooting arm. And so, you know, he's definitely working through some stuff physically and then the emotional toll of, of just what they've gone through. So it's hard to say, um, to answer your question, will they both have an off night? That's, you know, I doubt it, Mm -hmm. but, um, we've seen Steph struggling lately. Would you agree? I mean, yeah, it seems like he's definitely struggled for like the first three quarters, but then he'll always end with right around 30 points. Didn't do that tonight. But, but, my other question with Golden State is, is it fair to say that we can't count on the bench having this good of yes, a game? Absolutely. Uh, I, that's absolutely right. So tonight, tonight was, you know, with the home crowd behind them. Things were just rolling. Something's got to give. Cleveland, we, we know their, their bench, their role players can shoot. J.R. Smith can yeah. knock down shots. Channing Fry was a non-factor tonight. Richard Jefferson can knock down shots. Um. So so something's got to say. Get... Richard Jefferson, the KG veteran, dude. That's his only. That's his only quality. <laughs> uh, so I either from the from what I can gather, I either think that Golden State just continues to steamroll Cleveland. Yeah. Um. Or. I don't know, man. I just feel like something's got to give. You know, we'll see what happens. It's interesting. I would like to think they're going to steamroll Cleveland, but you're absolutely right. We're not going to see a performance like this out of uh, the entire bench like we did. That would, I, you know, that's kind of a lightning in the bottle 
experience. You know, prior to this yeah. game, actually Livingston had been really struggling since Portland. We mm-hmm. hadn't seen that turnaround fadeaway jumper yeah. dagger. We hadn't seen him facing up and shooting over the top of people like he did in this game. Of course, give you got to give OKC credit. Um, yeah. They have such long, lengthy bodies in the paint that it's tough to shoot over those guys. It's yeah. tough to get to the rim of those guys. It was actually, I think, like uh, a kid on Christmas for the Warriors driving in on Cleveland, mm-hmm. um, especially with Cleveland, you know, with their lineup all wanting to shoot, shoot run and shoot. Okay, so a couple quick Unless there's anything, any other big thoughts on this yeah, game? Yeah, there was a couple big thoughts. I felt like the Warriors jumped out. Harrison established himself early. Steph hit his couple shots early. Warriors kind of took a control of the game in the first quarter. A uh, little bit of sloppy play, a few turnovers. Um, but we know what's interesting. In the second quarter, when the bench start first kind of went in, uh, Della Vadova took the court. And it was like wherever Della Vadova was, the Warriors went right at him, specifically Barbosa. It was hilarious. It was like Barbosa was like, you're putting this dude on me? You're putting this dude on me? And then Are he was like, you serious? And then he was like, Como esta? And then he was like, good day, mate. <laughs> yeah. He, Get it? Because Della Vadova's He, he lit Delhi up, and he went right at him every single time. They could not get Delhi off the court fast enough. It was hilarious. He just got he got burned. Uh, I will say in the but here's my point in the second end of the second quarter at the half with the Warriors having the lead. Uh, you know we're up 52 40 by we the Warriors are 52 43 at the half. It really felt like reverse OKC where OKC would. You know, come out, take the early lead, control the game, but the Warriors just hung around and hung around, and they just wanted to be in the picture to make their run at the end. It felt like that backwards, especially in the third quarter where Cleveland made a run, took the lead, and then they were kind of got into this kind of uh, trading the lead back and forth for a while. That's when Kyrie really did a, ter- a takeover. Steph really struggled in the third. Kyrie did a full takeover in the third, brought Cleveland right back, few lob dunks to Tristan Thompson to, you know, get the energy up. Um, Della Vadova came back in in time to uppercut uh, Iguodala in the crotch. And uh, and then that was wow. a turning point because Iggy kind of started saying, no, 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 getting buckets and uh, turned the whole tide right there. Okay. So uh, Drew- it, it felt like Cleveland was going to come back in the third and make it a game. And then the Delhi had the punch heard around the world. And then <laughs> Warriors went blowout city. Okay, Drew. First of all, thank you for filling me in. Yeah, I was uh, I was truly bummed. I I, I missed game one. Hopefully, I, I don't miss any other games because I genuinely want to see that. But uh, <clears throat> but it'll yeah, be that's what I'm here for. I took copious notes. Mm-hmm. I watched carefully. I wanted thank to you. I wanted to fill you in. You're like me watching the Bachelorette. <laughs> uh, so we both we both picked Golden State in six. Do you think anything's changed? <laughs> well, it's hard, Dan. It's hard to say because uh, on the road, Cleveland dropped two to Toronto. In Cleveland, they you know won by like forty. Hand, you know, yeah, just absolute woodshed experience, like a literal piece of trash. So it'll be interesting to say. Um, you know, th- this was a game Golden State was expected to win. It's home court advantage for a reason. Yeah. If if Cleveland managed to pull an OKC and steal this game, that would have shifted the pressure right off the bat. They didn't. But uh, I don't think you can – I don't think, you know, I'm going to change my pick yet because, you know, Golden State was supposed to win this game. That's fair. Me, from the sound of things, I'm sticking to my pick too. Uh, so, a couple to end us off. We're uh, We're getting close to time here. I just want to ask a couple quick hypotheticals. Yeah. Just 
Yes or no. So, so by the looks of things, it seems like our, our suspicions were somewhat correct so far in that Cleveland, they, I mean, they are a good team, but the East is just complete trash. So hypothetically, let's say, let's say round one, Stephen Curry blew out an ankle or something and Golden State lost in round one. Do of you the Western Western of the yeah. Western playoffs? So, so by way of how things shaped out, let's say it's OKC and Cleveland in the finals. Does OKC win the series? Just yes or no? Yes. No, no reasons. Okay. If San Antonio advances to the finals, does San Antonio win the series? Yes, not as emphatically. Okay. Let's say a healthy Clippers team. Yes. Ooh. This is getting interesting. Uh, I know I already know what your answer is going to be to this next one, but I got to ask anyways. A healthy Blazers team? No. <laughs> How many games would that series go? Cleveland and Portland. <laughs> that's, just, that's that's a sweep for Cleveland. Okay, okay. Where are there any other teams in the West that would? Give any kind of trouble to Cleveland if they made it. No, I like. I mean, what were the other? I can't even think of the other. Uh, teams. Houston. No. Yeah. No. Sweep. Yeah. Um. Houston. Memphis. Ooh, oh, Dallas. Well, Dallas. Memphis was a disaster. They've ever they started like five randos. Memphis is a sweep. Uh Dallas, no Dallas. chance. Okay. What if uh, you know I love hypotheticals and I, I'm on yeah. the roll now. Let's say Cleveland didn't make the finals. Does any and this is a complete, a completely serious question. Yeah, yeah. Golden State in the state they are now. Does any other team in the East making the finals? Do any one of those teams win a single game against Golden State? No. Wow, you heard it here. The East is complete trash. <laughs> the East Kevin Durant, <laughs> if you're listening and you're like, you're like, dude, I don't want to go back to OKC next year. Just join literally any team any in the team, East, yeah. and you're guaranteed at least the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> uh, all right, that was fun. We'll have to do more hypotheticals in the future. Guys, thanks for listening. Are this, we done? Are we wrapping up? Yeah, this has been essentially Drew Martin's Game 1 recap because uh, it, I was unable to watch. Really interesting game tonight. Uh, okay. Really interesting game tonight. Stephen Clay, not not showing up tonight. The team um, didn't didn't need him. They, they picked him up. Okay. Um, although their presence really still changes, still changes yeah. things. All right, so we got game two on Saturday, correct? Um, I, I believe so. Saturday or Sunday, back in Oracle, coming up. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah we'll be recapping. We'll be recapping. I don't know if we're gonna bring Matt back on for any more literal, literally insane takes. But we've uh, we've got a couple people in the queue to come on, give some takes. Sunday, five p.m. Oh, Sunday, five p.m. All yeah. right. Well, uh, to the thousands, to the thousands. Thank you for listening. Don't be mad. I'm gonna praise him, praise him till I'm gone. When the praises go up, the blessings come down. The blessings come down. When the praises